guess what time it is. It is time for a semi-emergency, immediate-ish draft reaction edition of the High Hopes podcast. I am Jack Fritz, riding solo tonight because I would have felt like I was doing the listeners of the High Hopes podcast an injustice by not coming on tonight, getting a podcast in your feeds, talking about Alec Bohm, who, in my opinion, should actually be going by the name Alec Baum, just so we can say it's another bomb from Baum. What the Phillies did tonight, and I don't think it's an, an understatement to say this, is that they drafted their next cornerstone third baseman. I, for most of the pre-draft, pre-draft process, I liked Alec Baum. I pretty much was convinced he was going to be the pick, and I was cool with it. I thought I'll, I think he's going to be a, a middle-of-the-order impact bat for a long time in the league. And the one thing that was kind of holding me back, and this is just me being me, is that I've grown up playing against guys like Alec Baum that carry themselves the way that Alec Baum carries himself on the field, which is just like this classic baseball bro, like not really worried about the fundamentals, and I know that sounds so like old guy takey and whatever, but he just he just carried himself in a way that I don't like going against that guy on the field. Like I never really respected that kind of player. Um, but in watching him more and listening to some of his interviews, uh, some of that was probably just my preconceived notion. Uh, I was not going to do a podcast tonight, but. Tonight at the station, we were running the Stanley Cup Finals, and instead of actually watching them, I basically just sat there and watched Alec Bohm highlights for three hours. Not even highlights. Like I was actually watching the full games, and I was watching his at bats. I think I watched five full at bats or full game at bats from Alec Bohm, and I was just getting more and more excited every single time I, w- I would watch something new because. I legitimately think that this guy is, is is going to be a high, high, high impact bat for a long time here with the Phillies. And I know for most of the pre-draft process, I like Nick Madrigal. And I still do. I think Nick Madrigal is going to be really, really good. But the upside of Alec Bohm with the power numbers, the pure strength, he looks like a major leaguer already. And once you add, like he's he's a little skinny, but he's skinny and also super strong. Like he's wiry strong. Like all mostly every single hit I saw tonight was hit hard the opposite way, which I think is just a really, really advanced approach for any hitter at any level, but especially a, a, a guy that you're bringing into your organization. I think that shows that you know what you're doing at the dish. And I think Alec Baum has a has a plan every single time he goes up to the plate. In, in watching him, like you'll you can watch the highlights. And you'll see him hit some balls over center field or go the opposite way. And all that's great. But it's, it's the approach leading up to the, the result that I am most excited by. And he has a really good approach at the dish. And he does not ch- I, I didn't see him chase one pitch in, in any of the game tape I was watching. He was spitting on balls in the dirt. I think he just knows exactly where his sweet spot is like he knows that th- that there are certain certain parts 
of the strike zone that he can get to and he can he can crush balls out of. For example, tonight I was watching a little bit and he chased a slider that, that was a little bit down and didn't make as hard of a contact as he wanted to, but it was in that certain zone that he knew that this is where I can do some damage. And he seems like he goes up there, has a plan every time when he goes to the dish. And in the probably five full game of at-bats that I watched, he made hard contact, I would say, 80% of the time. Like, he was barreling up everything. It seems like he has really, really strong um, uh, barrel-to-ball skills, which not a lot of guys have. And the one thing I really wanted to see out of him was how he recognized curveballs. Perfectly fine recognizing curveballs. He has a, a really, really balanced, smart approach at the plate. And I don't think he's going to be overwhelmed at any level. Like I think he's going to rise really fast through the minor leagues. I don't think he's going to be much of a project at all. And it's, it, it, I, hate, I hate throwing out player comps just because when they don't live up to that, to that hype, then people like tweet you or say to you, like, oh, you said he was this guy. But when I watch him, he has swings that, that I've seen before. I've seen swings like Alec Bones before. And the three that jump out immediately, and I actually thought of one on my drive home because this player also seems like all his power is opposite way. He doesn't really pull the ball. Now, Baum does pull the ball sometimes, but it's usually uh, on the ground through the left side, through the 5-4 hole, um, and not really for power. Like Most of his power is center of the field to the right center of the field. That's where most of his power is generated from, which is good. Like that's just, that's an advanced advanced approach, but the 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 one guy who as I continue to study him more that he reminds me the most of is J D Martinez. Now J D Martinez is a guy that was a really really late bloomer, uh, was with the Astros for a little bit and then went to the Tigers and really exploded, uh, then to the Diamondbacks and now with the Red Sox and he's completely changed that lineup. He is a a middle of the order impact bat that uh, just lets everyone else settle into a role and that's one of the problems that. It, with the Phillies right now offensively, is that they can't really settle into roles because Reese Hoskins is out of the lineup. I mean, Reese Hoskins is a guy that is is here to be depended upon by everyone else in that lineup, and then everyone else starts feeling a little bit like they got to press, and that's how you score one run in a series against the Giants, which is super frustrating. But um, what J.D. Martinez has done for that Red Sox team is just let everyone settle into a role that David that hasn't they haven't had since David Ortiz was there. So, um, watching his swing, it reminds me a lot of J.D. Martinez in the fact that the power is through the middle. Uh, also, I see a little bit of Nick Castellanos. Now, Nick Nick Castellanos isn't a fantastic player. He's a good player, and maybe his floor is Nick Castellanos. Um, I just think that his his approach is a little better than Castellanos. And then obviously the one that. If you just if you just close your eyes, not cl- that's not possible to close your eyes and watch him. But if you watched him and really said to yourself, and no, I I don't I feel weird saying it, but it's just like it, the eye sees what the eye sees. It looks a lot like Chris Bryant, and I don't think he's going to be Chris Bryant because that's just unfair to put on anyone. But the swing looks pretty similar to Chris Bryant's. They have the same kind of. You know, swing down on the ball to create backspin. And it doesn't look like they always crush the ball, but the ball just jumps off of their bat. Um, I don't want to put the Chris Bryant comp on him, but 
when you see their swings and you remember Chris Bryant coming out, it's hard not to make the comp. So while it may be unfair to Alec Baum, I can't just lie and say that I don't see Chris Bryant or like a like a middleman's Chris Bryant. So the more that I watched Alec Baum tonight, the more excited I got. And I, I really do firmly believe that they got a, a game changer. I like Adam Hazley. I think he's going to be, I compared him to Andrew Benintendi more of the times than I can count. But I didn't feel the same way about Adam Hazley like I do about Alec Baum. I didn't feel the same way about Mickey Moniak as I do about Alec Baum. I think Alec Baum is a is a middle of the order impact bat that you know is gonna is gonna hopefully bat at around three hundred and give you twenty five to thirty and just be consistent. Like he does things right now that I have never seen Michael Franco be able to do. Like like Alec Baum, most of his hits, most of his power, most of his home runs have been pitches that he lets come all the way into him. Like, he has no problem letting the ball travel. And if you know anything about hitting, letting the ball travel and, and getting it as close to you, not as close to you, but, you know, as close to your power as possible, the ball just flies off your bat. And he does a really good job of letting the ball travel, get as deep as possible before firing and, and, and using all of the strength as close to his the ball as possible, basically. And he does things right now that I've never seen Mike Franco do maybe since like his rookie season, which which sometimes he would put balls out to right center field and he'd be like, wow, that guy's strong. Whereas you see Michael Franco opening up on everything on the outside bar of the plate, Alec Baum lets that ball travel and has no problem taking it the opposite way. He also does a really good job of spoiling off pitches in, in one, two or, or oh, two counts. He has no, his hands are so quick. He's so strong that he'll let the ball travel and just flick it foul and, and continue the at-bat, which is, I'm sure, something the Phillies were like, all right, 100% in. Um, he is going to be really, really good. I'm, I'm interested to see how quickly he moves up because I think if he's, if he's not here at the start of the 2020 season as a consistent third baseman, then something went wrong because I think he's going to be a fast riser. And the one thing that is the, is the knock on him is that a lot of people don't think he is athletic enough to stick at third base, which I don't totally disagree with. I don't like the way he throws from third base. It just, it looks weird. I don't see many third basemen be successful throwing the way he does. Maybe he can stick in an outfield spot. Maybe he moves over to first base, but then you're thinking, well, what happens with Reese Hoskins or he sticks at third and, and you get Franco and then maybe Machado at short. So, it could create a logjam. It could create a, a potential problem. But at the same time, like you've got to kind of just take the impact bat and figure it out down the road and hope he turns into a stud uh, before worrying about free agency this offseason or Michael Franco or Hoskins. So perfectly fine with the approach. I don't know if he's a third baseman going forward. He may come over and be a first baseman. He may be a corner, out, corner outfield guy, which I'm cool with. I think he's more athletic or, or a better runner than Reese Hoskins is in left field. So if Reese Hoskins can look semi-adequate in left field, I, I see no reason why Alec Baum can't be. Um, but either way, the Phillies tonight, I think, made the right decision when I when I looked back at it. Uh, I think they got a, a, a game changer at the third base position. And it, listen, if he turns out to be J.D. Martinez, we're ecstatic. 
if he turns out to be Chris Bryant, we're fawning. Uh, and even Nick Castellanos is a, nice, is a nice player. He's a fine player. Um, but I just I can't, I can't help but see what the eye sees and tell you what the eye sees. And what, uh, what the eye sees is basically what Chris Bryant looked at at the University of San Diego. So exciting times. All in on the Alec Bohm pick. You know, you take the bat and you figure it out later. It's not that big of a deal. I'm interested. So, um, Alec Baum, the the third pick in the draft tonight for the Phillies. And, yes, I firmly believe that they got a high-impact middle-of-the-order bat that is going to be here for a long time, driving in major, major runs for this team. So, exciting night. Excited to see where he gets started at the beginning of, uh, well, I guess he'll be in Williamsport in less than 12 days. So, uh, fun times ahead, and uh, we'll be definitely talking about it on the High Hopes podcast. Talk to you soon.